Welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to today's episode. Uh, this episode is going to be the A Court of Thorns and Roses series halftime wrap because while the books, um, we are up to date with talking about the current books, there is still a fair way to go. So we thought have a fun, dinky little little episode where we can talk about like theories and plot lines and you know our favorite moments leading up to the second half of the series. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because essentially the way that we think and we've heard that it's going is that like Reese and Feyre's story is very much like on the sidelines now and we're going to go into different stories. So it's good to just wrap up where we think the series is going, what's going to happen, who's going to be with who and just theories surrounding like what we already know, what information we already have. Yeah, for sure. And it's been a while now since we've like read and recorded Akata and I'm sure yours is the same, Kenzie. My TikTok is still full and thriving of Akata stuff. So like definitely can, can never escape it. Like I feel like I came into Akata a bit late, but yeah. apparently it just it's gaining more and more fans every day. Yeah, and I had a quick look beforehand and there is no real updates to the Akata like TV show adaptation yet, which is fine, which I is all good. It. Except for that troll Snapchat you sent me today, which was rude. <laughs> Very rude. For anyone following along, uh, I saw a TikTok. It was like a, a meme TikTok, I guess. And it was saying that the cast had been released and it was um the Cullen family. <laughs> yeah, nah. That was not cool. Like, I knew it was troll because otherwise <laughs> I would have heard it elsewhere first. But <laughs> all right, we're going to kick off, but we're going to make some Silver Flames amendments because since reading the book, I've realized we've forgotten a couple of like important themes and elements. So, right off the bat, more of a comment amendment from myself. I did say that um, Elaine was the sole killer of the King of Hyburn, and like Gwyn was telling Nestor about how using Truth Teller or whatever. And I think I said that Elaine is the one that killed him, but no, Desta did behead him, but she just did not use Truth Teller to behead him, and, like, that was just been plaguing my mind. Yeah. And another, just a moment that we forgot to talk about that was quite important is Eris and Nesta dancing slash their betrothal idea. What what were your initial thoughts when that came came up in conversation? I believe it was Reese's idea. Yeah. I, it was a weird situation because essentially, I don't know if he was going into it, like having already like seen Nesta and being like, okay, like I like her, whatever. But it was like, essentially after one dance, he was like, okay, let's get married. So I don't know if we're going to the theories right away, but just from that, it made it seem like, oh, like it's more like of an arranged marriage sort of situation where he's like, oh, like, I mean, I'm sure I could grow to enjoy her. But, like, I just think it's good, like, an allegiance together would be good, so. It would be a good allegiance, yeah. Just surrounding Eris, like, I feel like he was seduced by her power, and that was the huge huge theme as well with the Kelpie and with Lanthus or whoever that death god was that Cassian was. Like, they were all drawn to her power, and, yeah, Eris the same, so. Yeah, I think it would have been interesting. It was a fun idea to entertain. I do not see them, obviously don't see them together well. Obviously they can't be because Cassian and Nestor are mates. But yeah, interesting prospect. Um, really weird for Reese, I think, mm. to just like marry her sister, like Feyre's sister off. But like, I feel like th- their relationship was a bit yeah, like, so why just willing is that, to Yeah, I feel like, I mean, there was conversations yeah. around it already, but I don't think, yeah, like Reese has no right to just pair Nestor off. <laughs> Yeah, he may be yeah the High Lord of the Night Court, but I feel like yeah he just can't control where she goes, which is fair enough. But yeah, speaking of Eris, <laughs> a point that we've been seeing a lot on social media is that he might be a part of the Alphabet Mafia. I think yeah, I don't know if we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but I think I know we've spoken about it together. But I do think think that he's either a part of the Alphabet Mafia or. He's like a fantastic ally, and then I think that also links in to I don't know if we want to talk about this theory yet. Links into his and Moore's backstory without going into it too much right now. I think him either being part of it or being a powerful ally to it, like links in with that story. I think we did talk about in the Silver Flames uh, 
episode itself about how we think, you know, yeah, Eris knows Moore's, like, sexuality and that's why he kind of didn't do much in, in her situation. Yeah, it would be interesting because, yeah. yeah so we must have spoken about this, um, that, yeah, he knew Moore's sexuality and he tried to figure out, he's like, well, what's the way, what's a way that I can get you out of this so that we're both happy? Mm. And he takes the brunt of the asshole title and terrible person. Yeah. After Silver Flames, it just seems there is more to Eris and this little journey that we like to say that he's going to go on and hopefully he's definitely prominent in the next few books. Yeah, well, I think because he's had this, like, he's had quite a few little side missions, I guess, now that, um, yeah, I think there's definitely something coming for him, like a bigger story or more revelation for his character. Could you imagine if it was, like, not that deep? between Eris and Moore, and it was just like, Eris just didn't do anything because he didn't want to bring, like, any threats to, like, Autumn Court, and he's just like, You're, yeah. I'm not going to deal with you regardless. Because he, yeah, he wants to be, um, like, obviously, like, king of the Autumn Court, so. Yeah. Playing a long game, it seems. Yeah. Just don't know how long he can hold on for. Alrighty. Now, into the, into the rap itself. I feel, unless you've got something else to talk about in regards to Silver Flames that we have, may have forgotten. No, I think we've covered it mostly all now. I must say, I think I did say that I was an extreme Nesta hater, but like, like, I respect what she does, you know, you know, she deals with trauma the way she deals with it, but wasn't a nice person to like your sisters, and that's just yeah. kind of where I draw the line. Backpedaled just a smidge in my Nesta hate life. Alrighty, so to the wrap. Let's just, with a fun little question, like, who are your favourite characters leading up to this point? If you have a favourite character or characters. Hmm, Tamlin. Oh, God, I don't know. Um, Cassian. Cassian, yeah. Just yeah. Why, why is that? Just not that deep? Just He's just your favourite character? I think he's just like, yeah, he comes from a... He's made something of himself. Yeah, we love that kind of yeah. like underdog type Yeah, story. and I respect that. And he seems to be a wonderful lover. <laughs> <laughs> the, most, the most important part. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that, but I do like Reese and just the way he goes about his lordship you know yeah I like Reese there are some things in Silver Flames that like but I think it was because the writing style was so different yeah that I just like yeah just the way he was written like he came across I know I messaged you a couple times being like Reese is being a little bitch yeah and I just wasn't into it it's, it seems very out of whack considering his whole thing with Feyre is to keep her in the loop. Yeah. And it was always, yeah, you have information. Here's all the information. Do with it as you will. And then just to keep secrets again. Yeah. My other favourite characters would probably be, I'd say with just how you just described Cassian, it would probably yeah. be Cassian. But but I guess also Feyre. Just because, you know, she's the also a bit of an underdog, you know. She's a human that everyone thought wouldn't go anywhere. And suddenly she's turned into a beast. Well, now that we mentioned favourite, do you have any least favourite characters? Amarin. I've always not liked Amarin. I was really surprised when you told me that. I was like, huh? I respect her being in Prithian and then having to be set in a new world for thousands of years. But she also just seems so power hungry, but not motivated enough to go after herself. But she's willing to, like, puppet other people around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just rethinking now I guess I'm yet confused by her motivations so she sabotaged essentially Feyre when she was interacting with the cauldron to free herself just to free herself from her from her body current body or just like free herself from Prithian yeah to then just end up back in the same body without any power so it's a bit of a waste of time but she was good in a sense where she was like a mentor to kind of Nesta, I get help her come into her power a little bit and train her. Yeah, then obviously it get, got swept away. So yeah, really, what was the point? It almost yeah, it really does seem like what is the point of Amrin being there other than being that ancient being that like people are so scared of? I think she's like a guard so, dog. Without spoilers, because I've read Crescent City now, and I'm halfway through the second one. I think I can see where she's going to come into it, but I don't know why. Right. But I am only halfway through, so. Alrighty. While we're talking about Amarin, sorry, I just want to skip ahead a little bit just to cover this. One of, like, the most disappointing moments throughout the whole series for me, Amarin giving up her power and Nesta giving up her powers as well. Like, these women go through these tragedies and they save, essentially, the world slash their families and they give up all their powers to just remain like a 
to have all that remain a kernel of their power. Whereas Reese literally died and he came back and he is still full powered. Yeah, look, it's become quite consistent with Sarah J. Mass in that. Why does she hate women? It's funny, it's it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like she's making these strong female characters, although they do suffer a lot, and yeah, they, they fight the good fight and they reach their goals, but only they, yeah, have, because they have to give it up in the end, yeah. Also, yeah, it happens in A Throne of Glass as well with another powerful woman. Do you want to call it misogynistic, or is oh. it just like... I don't know, because there is a very different tone shift in Crescent City regarding women and power. I suppose because it's a but... newer book, in a newer time. Like, yeah. I think Throne of Glass was during peak, you know, Hunger think, Games, yeah, Divergent. Is it, yeah, is it reminiscent of the times? And then because it's meant to reflect, like, you know, this is ancient history, essentially. Like, but Yeah, it is very annoying. Because, like, the whole part of Nesta's story is... Is to be comfortable with her powers, learn what they do, train herself, and and then oh, see ya. Yeah, and the whole point of the silver flames was the, that's a part of the title was when she was dreaming and Reese had to stop her, but yeah. she, he was losing and like yeah, her silver flames or whatever was against him and like suddenly it was never seen again. Like why name a book title after your magic power only for it to never be seen again? Yeah, exactly. Like I expected her story, like Nesta's story, to have so much more involved because of her powers. And then yeah, learning all about like what her powers can do for her to essentially be like, oh, okay, you've got all these powers. Um, you're gonna save your sister, and then you have no power. Bye bye. And I just don't think it's fair that they, like, she has to give up her powers either. Because like it seems like the sisters are going on a similar journey. You know, yeah, Feyre was turned into an immortal fae. They were turned via the cauldron. But, like, you don't see Elaine giving up her powers, you don't, or not yet at least, and you don't see Feyre giving up her powers. In fact, yeah, Feyre embraced everything about it. And Nesta was trying, and we can see that she was trying. Yeah, in fact, Feyre just seems to be getting more and more things handed to her. Yeah. Not saying her... (laughs) This is where it's going to be, like, a Feyre v Nesta dispute. Like, I like... I know, because Feyre has worked very, very hard to get to where she is. And so has Nesta, but it is quite unfortunate and unfair for Nesta to have to give it up after going through this whole 800-page or almost 1,000-page journey. Yeah, exactly. It's weird, but yeah. Just to be like, oh, I've given up my power because I want to have a baby. Like, And Amarin as well, having to give up her power, which I... But the, just that whole concept of Reese just pulling her out was just weird to me. Like, I don't know. I just couldn't really conceptualize it. Yeah, it's like, does she want to come out, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine she's like, just let me be free. And he's like, She's like, leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. But now he can't. So is she still his second or third or whatever? Like, she's not that big, scary, ancient creature anymore, essentially. Also, what yeah. was, she? was she? Like, I couldn't really conceptualize it either because in the war, yeah, she turned... Into her natural self. Okay, so she was. I think it's becoming going to be revealed. I think I know what she is. I just imagined her just like a weird dragon, (laughs) just like a. But I feel like during Aka War, like there'd be much more of a description of what she turned into: powerful women, women nullifying their powers, and yet the boys can do no wrong. Yeah. Any other disappointing moments? Just while we're on the subject, I like. I'd love to go into so much depth about. (laughs) the labor and Feyre and like do like Cassian's wings can be shredded to a pulp and like his guts can be hanging out of his body and they can repair that but oh no we can't do a c-section underlying misogyny there <laughs> oh like it's just no it just it's I hate to say it I hate to say it but it's poor writing Ooh, oh no don't say that <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I love the books. They mean a lot to me. They got me through some dark times. <laughs> but it is, it is, it so is. Yeah. Because but... it's just, a, it was a plot device to get Nesta. Like, there should have been some other way to get Nesta to, like, call upon the dead trope. Even if Brielle like, kidnapped Feyre or something. But, like, you don't want to see Feyre as, like, a damsel in distress given what she's been through either. Yeah. Cassian and Azriel had his like wings almost shredded as well and like I think it was him as well or he was like severely injured in Akawar no Akamath and they managed to heal him just fine yeah and Feyre and Reset have both come back from the dead and been fine this and this is the second time that they've come back from the dead yeah how how much more can you get away with that screaming crying throwing up no high stakes no high stakes at all. It's having, it's developing such a strong fan base. I think I would be scared to kill off a, a character. Like now, I would. If it was early on, 
Yeah. Probably you could have killed off a couple of people, but... Again, we're living in a Game of Thrones era where you expect every main character to be killed off at any point. I'm both content to have everyone have a happy ending, but I'm also content yeah, to Yeah, not drama. to mention Divergent. This is a huge spoiler for anyone who hasn't read Divergent. Um, but Triss is killed off, the, like the main character. Yeah. Like, I want some of that. I want some of those high stakes, baby. Like, okay. no one is safe. <laughs> Ooh, who, okay, in saying that, who would Race. you want to die? Ooh, okay. <laughs> I guess we haven't really seen... Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him to die, but, like, in a game of high stakes, I feel like he makes the most sense in that he holds the most power. He's very OP in a lot of situations. Like, if anyone was going to die and then everyone was left to scramble, I think he makes the most sense. But I think he does have a contingency for if that to have ever occurred. Which, funny enough, in Silver Flames proves me wrong because they didn't tell anybody anything. But knowing him, he would have a contingency because... Yeah. And I think he went in with a plan maybe even under the mountain. Like, that. that's like a trial run for how Cassian and Az and all that would oversee Valeris. Yeah. I think I would agree. Yeah, Reese going. And plus we would see, like, the ramifications of, like, a mate dying. Like... Yeah, exactly. And then a female leading a court. Yeah, just a high lady. Boom. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I don't really want next to be fatherless, but yeah, I don't want to manifest this into existence. But if if it happens, we'll just come back and blame Kenzie. It's all good. I did not no, claim this energy. Work. The opposite of disappointing. Any best moments slash surprising moments of the series that caught you off guard? Durian, Durian's arc, his whole involvement. Yeah, <laughs> very surprising. I never For trusted a human. him. Anything to do with Lucian? Because I think he is very powerful and he doesn't know it yet. And I think there's still a lot more to come of him. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Especially with his potential parentage and lineage. Yeah. Best, best slash surprising moments for me was when Ianthe got killed by the Weaver. Like, that was just epic because Feyre yeah. just outsmarted her. It was chef's kiss. When Briaxis, Carver, and the Weaver, you know, the end game battle reveal style, that was so epic. Yeah. Because we didn't, we didn't see Reese go talk to the Weaver about it, though, yeah. but that was a bit annoying. But then again, Sarah J. Mass is also consistent with main characters doing things that are quite important that we don't get to see, but that's fine. Oh, God, there's so much intensity. <laughs> like, in the in the Uruburus, the mirror thing, like, I thought that was going to be a significant moment that we get to witness, but no, she yeah. just retells it. She just accepts that she's a monster. It's like, fine, fine. Yeah. Um, In Akamath, when the sisters were dunked in the cauldron, like, because I was expecting them to just be left behind and never seen or heard of again, but no, yeah. now they're involved, of course. I think, okay, one of the, if we want to go into a little bit further of something... Um, one of the most like surprising things for me was Lucian's uh, announcement that Elaine was his mate. I think I know where you're going with this. I saw a recent TikTok about it too. Because yeah, mates are supposed to be this rare thing, but everyone gets a mate. You get a mate. I think you get a mate. Yeah, we've spoken about this as well before though, because like the men all in it are all like 500 years old. So like for their lifetime, sure, it's sort of rare. Yeah, I guess, but... Well, I don't know if it's rare in that it's the, like, one in a thousand kind of thing, but more in the sense of, like, it's rare for someone, yeah, in their lifetime to meet their mate because maybe they just settle, like, they fall in love. But then, yeah, what are the odds that, like, everyone's mates just happen to be, like, their sisters? In, like, the one time period, like, in the span of five years. Yeah. It's insane. But, yeah, um, I just remembered, back to disappointing moment for a second. When Breelin yeah. got killed and she only appeared in two chapters. Like, oh, yeah. Still peeves me off. And Highburn just, like, dying easily. Yeah. Like, I... No, okay, another disappointing thing. No one having names, last names, or in the King of Highburn, first names. <laughs> yeah, look, that does get a little annoying. No one having a complete name. Feyre's dad. And, like, he was... He became quite significant in Akawar only to die rip, but yeah, he never had a name. Maybe she just ran out of cool names. Asriel, that's such a cool name. Like, how, how do you top that? Call him Richard. Richard, just good old Richard. <laughs> and even, yeah, the King of Highburn, surely he had a first name. I, I heard, yeah. I think I saw, or maybe you mentioned it, but like Highburn could just be his name. Like, even though it's a place. Yeah, because yeah, Highburn's a place. It's still a noun. It's, so it's King Highburn or Highburn. Sure, why not? She has all these cool names for creatures and things and yeah, she just doesn't name name the enemies. I don't understand that either. 
Yeah. Maybe just goes to show they're not that important after all. Yeah, maybe anyone that doesn't have a complete name is going to die. So, like, all the bad boys. All the, ba- all the bad boys. No, Cathy and Azrael have complete names. We just, oh, yeah, we don't know it. Bye-bye. Just cross them off. Yeah. Look, when Nesta was able to, like, walk down the stairs, that was a good moment, I'll admit. 800 pages. A TikTok. That was, like, it was so funny. I think maybe you sent it to me, actually. When, like, she's halfway down and she gets tired, so she just goes back up. Yeah, and it's no. like, but you're already halfway. You could have just kept going <laughs> the same distance to get back to the house. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like you'd be more exhausted going up than down. But I suppose going down can hurt the calves as well a bit more. Yeah. Maybe she was just really feeling it. We know Sarah likes retellings of classic fairy tales. There are rumours circling amongst the internet space that part of the next kind of uh, Akatar second half of that series and even Crescent City I've seen a theory there will be a Little Mermaid retelling at some point. So my question to you Kenzie is like when do you think it might happen and who do you think it will involve? Just for fun. So we're talking like someone gives up their power for a man because Nest has already done that. (laughs) Oh that's a very good point. (laughs) But she didn't just give it up for him, you know, she gave it to save her sister. Yeah. Like, that's not very Little Mermaid-esque. I'm talking about who's going to make a deal, who's going to... Who's going to make a deal, yeah. Um, The way the internet webs is going is that it seems to be Gwyn slash Elaine slash Asriel. Something is going to go on there. Yeah, and we'll get into those kind of more detailed theories later. But yeah, I would probably agree with that also. But I did see a theory... I think cause sometimes TikTok is a terrible place because they don't put their spoilers. Or maybe I was just, the, the curiosity got the best of me. But there is, involving a couple of characters in House of Sky and Breath, the second Crescent City book, uh, there's a couple of moments that, you know, really are similar to the uh, Little Mermaid yeah, retelling aspect. So um, Maybe, I'm, I haven't come across it yet. I think it's later in House of Sky and Breath. Or maybe it's just one of those moments you blink and you miss. There have been, like, I have been paying a lot more attention and there's lots of things that I have seen slash read. But I do agree with you with the as Elaine Gwynn sort of dynamic because there is a huge shipping war happening right now and, oh no, no one's going to be happy. You know what, I hope someone else comes along and just snags Asriel, just like... (laughs) Or maybe he doesn't want anybody, maybe he'll just pine after more for the rest of his life. Maybe. That would be sad. It would be sad, but like he doesn't seem. Yeah, I hope she tells him too. He just doesn't seem to come off as a like super romantic type. In we're going to be talking about the Court of Frost and Starlight bonus chapter, which some may have read, some may haven't. Um, in a minute, I'll get Kenzie to explain it because she's actually read it and paid attention. I just skimmed through it for the sake of reading it. (laughs) Nothing, no information really was attained. From what I gathered. Asriel seems really impatient when it comes to finding his mate now. And, like, he's never shown any sort of real... Bonus from Silver Flames, because oh, Cassian yep. and Reese have both found their mate. But, yeah, it seems like he, yeah, he only pines after more, but he doesn't seem to have any more love interest. But, like, he is very ki- extra kind to, like, Elaine and stuff. I suppose you can count that towards it. Yeah. I think, like, he loves Elaine, but he's not in love with her. And then he's, yeah, very... Like, aware of the mating bond between her and Lucy. Lucy. Lulu. Lulu. But yeah, in that bonus chapter, he comes across as very impatient and it's like, you've been pining after more for 500 years. Why does this... And now you just want to fuck this girl? Yeah, like, it seemed very out of character for me, to be honest. That's just me. So what are your thoughts on bonus chapters in general? Because I have... I don't really like them, especially if they're not widely accessible. Like, if it was on yeah. her, if it was on, like, a website or a blog, like, a Sarah J Mass th- a guitar official thing where everyone can access. Or, like, yeah, like a Tumblr sort of thing like John Green used to do. Like, I'll consider it canon and, you know, the characters are the way they are. Yeah, fine. but I don't like how you have to buy the, like, specific, like, Barnes and Nobles version to get this bonus chapter and then, like, the special edition to get this chapter, like. Because this is no. where you get kind That's of. That's elitist. Yeah, mis- mis- yeah, elitist and kind of misinformation. I feel like bonus chapters, if you want to make it official, official, yeah, put it on a thread on, a, on an official website or something accessible, like, because, yeah, otherwise it's not fair for everybody who has read it, because people might not like Reese, for example, because of what he said or did to Asriel, and then people will be like, oh, what do you mean? I don't know what he did, you know? You don't want to yeah. be out of the loop, like, with 
In these high fantasy worlds, it's very easy to get confused, a la me, at everything. <laughs> and, yeah, like, adds, adds more unnecessary stress. I just think moving forward, or have the bonus chapter, like, after the actual, like, acknowledgements or something in the book. Because yeah. I, know, I know she likes to give a sneak peek to the next books, except for this one, because she obviously hasn't written the next lot of books yet. But, yeah, like, have the bonus chapter at the very, very end of the book, if you need, need to. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, why not crack a thousand pages? <laughs> also, if you're going to release the bonus chapter, I want the threesome. I want the Asriel, Cassie, and Nessa threesome. Because it was written. We know it was written. Her editors just told her not to put it in. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, there was a, there was a simmering moment, wasn't there, where yeah. it could have happened. Yeah. But Sarah, just give the people what they want. I will not rest until I have it. I personally do not care. Like, I am indifferent this to this. Is, but, like, this is are, a hill I die on. There are people out there who really want this, so please do it. Uh, I'm just going to say, like, is there going to be a town? I know we've talked about him a lot as well throughout the series, whether or not he deserves a redemption. But, like, Tamlin future redemption slash involvement? I want I don't think he would still be as heavily featured in the books if there wasn't going to be, if there wasn't going to be a redemption. So is he going to be, like, Silver Flames where he just come like, a speck here and there just for convenience mm, i hope not because what's the point of keeping them around them wow i mean i suppose spring court is a, a bit of a neutral ground and obviously being in his oh he's in his wolf form still well maybe he can make a deal oh, oh i just made a connection in my brain okay sorry <laughs> ah! i'm not telling you why <laughs> is it in regards to crescent city uh no <laughs> when we finished the first one okay alright oh, I suppose the only reason why he'd be kept around now is because people ship him with Elaine and hope Elaine ends up with him for some reason she likes gardening and spring has a garden <laughs> it's a stretch <laughs> you got her boys we got her it would be very strange or maybe even just fitting to you know we start off with Tamlin everyone kind of likes him you know first book Beauty and the Beast retelling and then he succumbs to nothing like I don't know I feel like yeah, it might need to be something more about it. Even if he, him and Farrah might have a chat, that could be nice. Yeah, yeah I'd like something between them. Because, like, he obviously feels like he doesn't deserve anything at all anymore. Like, yeah, he's completely neglecting his court. His people have abandoned him. Like, and all we've seen, yeah, in, especially in Silver Flames or even Frost and Starlight, was Reese just going to sit, going to him and talking to him. But, like, I guess Farrah will go when she's ready if she ever wants to go and talk to him. But I really hope they might have a chat and, like... Have some closure. Yeah, and I just hope he might. I also want, uh, I don't know, like, not an apology, but I want something from Feyre being like, yeah, the consequences of her actions, of, like, his entire court turning his back on him. Like, yeah. Is a bit much. Yeah. They didn't, as as a people's, they didn't do anything to her, but it was all just a sabotage yeah. timeline, and it's not quite fair. Because, like, yeah. their personal kind of quarrels has nothing to do with the rest of the court and the health and well-being of the court. Yeah. I've seen a lot of TikToks where it is, like, about that. It's like, oh, Farrah's not a nice person because she just left the whole court to rot against, like, Tamlin. And it's like, but but then, yeah, it's like, you know, his behaviour towards her was definitely not great. And, like, she really did use it against him. But what do you do? Yeah, it's a hard one. And before we move on to fun theories, my because you told me that the Middengard worm was a, was a dragon, and I just thought it was a giant earthworm, so that was just for my benefit. Yeah, same. I thought that as well, but yeah, it was. Um, I saw a TikTok where it's like the language back in the day, and like the way that the Y is, it actually describes a dragon, which makes it way more impressive that a mortal girl slayed with some bones, <laughs> with some chiselled bones. You see worms spelled like. W-Y-R-M, and you just think it's a, it's an earthworm, but it's not an earthworm. Maybe yeah. it was just me. Shout out to all you people out there. Yeah, I thought it was a giant earthworm as well. Shout out to all the pair. Alrighty, let's jump in. So probably the arguably the most favourite part of this little wrap-up is we're going to talk about some theories that we've seen on TikTok, that we've scoured the internet of Reddit for, maybe a personal theory here or there. But it's funny, ever since I... We'll get to it, though, but ever since I talked about to you my personal theory, I've been seeing it pop up everywhere, so I love that it's, you know, everyone has a similar thought. <laughs> I've never had an original thought in my life. Uh, I forget what the term is called, but it's an actual thing. Like, two people can have, who have never met or talked to each other, can have the exact same idea slash thought and everything. 
nothing is original. So yeah, we've, we've seen these theories on TikTok, on Reddit, and online, and it's just we've compiled a few of our favourites and interesting In stuff. <laughs> In your dreams, yeah. Don't worry, the Azriel Nesta Cassian threesome is coming, Kenzie. It'll come. <laughs> is it? She'll be dangling it like a carrot. I have to buy three special editions, and each one comes with one page of the chapter. You have to rip it out. One, one point of view each. <laughs> Alrighty, theories. A lot of people are edging to the idea that Elaine will turn evil for some reason. Yeah. Don't know why. I don't know what's ever given that I mean, she did kind of get shoved aside in Silver Flames when she wanted to help search for the trove and those items. But then there were, it was like, no, Nesta has to do it because it's her book. <laughs> I can, <laughs> she probably feels, oh, she could, I don't want to say she'd be jealous because I don't think she's really jealous of anything. Like her sisters f- yeah. fought over her. It's like, hello, I'm popular right now, you know? Like, why would she yeah. be evil? She could potentially be tricked into being evil by Koshi. Perhaps he, yeah, he might dangle something in front of her. Maybe he says, like, he could, like, break the mating bond or something. Perhaps. Ooh, there we go. And Little Mermaid, and she has to give something up. Yes. But what would she give up? Her seer powers. Because all women are simply objects and don't deserve any powers. <laughs> Yes. Modern day feminism. We love it. And then Koshi could use those seer powers for himself, but I feel like he's super powerful. He doesn't really need a seer ability. He just knows shit. Yeah, Ursula also didn't need Ariel's voice, but... Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, interesting. I don't know what what she what would make her turn evil. She seems to have it pretty good. She had a little bout moment in Aqua War where she didn't talk to anybody, but, you know, she seemed fine afterwards. So we shall see. Alrighty, another the- fun theory that everyone seems to love and it's spreading across the internet is Elaine ends up with Lucian and they rule the Spring Court. What do you think about that? I don't agree with this one because I think that... I'm going to talk about the other theories as well. I don't have any theories. Because, so because Lucian is Helian's son, I think at some point that's going to come out and then Lucian will have a direct... He'll be the heir of the Day Court, so that'll be his inherent right. So I think that he will eventually end up leading the day court. So I don't think he would rule the spring court. However, I do think Elaine will end up in the spring court. Shall I talk about why I think Elaine will end up in the spring court? You can talk about why Elaine will end up in the spring court. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I saw a TikTok and I kind of believe this as well. The V... Yeah, that Tamlin is Tamlin and Elaine are mate because when Feyre was captured by Amarantha, Tamlin did absolutely fuck all to try and help her and everything when she was being tortured, blah blah blah. However, when Elaine was put into the cauldron, apparently his behaviour mirrors what Reese was like when Feyre was getting killed and tortured in Akatar, as in like he was thrashing and like no and like you can't do this and blah 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 so I think that because Lucian has his special eye and he can see things he saw like the mating bond between Tamlin Elaine but he didn't want Highburn to have any more power over Tamlin so he was like I got you bae I'll cover and say I'm her mate to protect her and get her away from Highburn and into the Night Court where she'll be protected by Reese. And then everyone's like, okay, but what about him like tugging on the bond? And then I saw this and I agree with it as well, that he could tug on the bond because he has like special powers from Hellion. It's just like a spell. So he just like cast a spell towards her that made her like feel something. Or or at least... um. Yeah, compromise the spell or, or yeah, dangled with it. Like, yeah, because Helion, he's a spellbreaker. Yeah. Lucian, maybe not aware that he really did that. I agree with that. I just don't like the idea of Elaine ending up with Tamlin, considering how Tamlin, you know, treated Feyre. But I suppose we're all I for second chances it, and all for learning yeah. curves. But, but I also I think like there it. does need, I think she will end up with Azrael because I think there's too much symbolism of like the three brothers, the three sisters, the three mountains, the three bargains, the three levels of the blood. <laughs> like, shall I go on? <laughs> the bone carver, the weaver, and Braxis, the three monsters. Like, <laughs> and three siblings, I think, as well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I, I did see that TikTok as well. Three, like, hidden courts or whatever, like, I don't know. Three magical items that Nesta forges. Three magical items, Dread, yeah. Dread trove. Three tread troves. 
I completely agree with that theory. Like, I really like it, but yeah, I just don't like the idea of Elaine ending up with Tamlin, but that's just... You know what? I'm going to say it. Okay. I don't think Tamlin did anything wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Cancelled. (laughs) Cancelled. We got her, boys. (laughs) No, no, I think he did. But I think a lot of his actions were a reaction to what was happening, and he had, like... He felt like he had no control and that was the only way that he could control things. And also because he never wanted to be the High Lord, so he had no guidance, really. But I digress. We shall move on to other theories. Maybe I don't want the excuse that he hasn't had a girlfriend in a long time. That'd be a really poor excuse. <laughs> doesn't know how to treat a lady. I mean, he just got his people back. Like, he probably wasn't expecting to ever... He was probably willing to, like, spend the rest of his life in Amarantha's clutches, you know? He was probably, not that this excuses any of his behaviour, but he was probably hell-bent on just being, like, he was just done. No way he would have thought a human would have been able to fall in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, digress. Um, And also, I've seen additional comments about the Elaine Lucian Spring Court theory is that Tamlin would have to die for that to happen. Yeah. Because then they think, like, Tamlin would then give it to Lucian, and then Lucian, Elaine. Already... Another interesting theory, this is from a Reddit user, SFF Writer in Training. I've never seen this one before. They say that the Feyre, Elaine, and Nesta are descended from F- Old Fae who captured the Bone Carver because of there was a detail about, like, I don't remember these intricate details, but that's what they think. They're descendants Ooh. from Fe- the Fae who captured the Bone Carver, and that's why the Bone Carver likes Feyre. All these... J- these beings, except for probably the Weaver, like Feyre, like Suriel likes Feyre, the Bone Carver likes Feyre, Briaxis like kind of likes Feyre. Like. But yeah, what do you think about that? I don't like the idea of them being Fae. I feel like no, I think their mother had Fae heritage. I think there's going to be yeah a big like reveal somewhere along the line. I don't know. I would have just liked them to be just humans stumbled into the world. But then that would probably also explain, like, the whole mates idea. I feel like not a lot of Fae would be mated with humans. With humans, they yeah. So in a way, that could, it could make sense. I just like the idea of, like, the underdog humans just meets the love of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> at, at 19. Descended from Fae, sure, but specifically who captured the Brain Carver? Probably not, in my personal opinion. It's interesting, yeah. nonetheless. It's completely different to the ones that I've already seen. Alrighty, another popular TikTok theory. Amarantha was Tamlin's mate. Now, this is very like controversial as well because there's a lot of yays and nays to it. A lot of people in agreeance. But what do you think first and foremost, Kenzie? It makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. You don't think she was just crazy obsessive over him because they were just they were growing up together? No, I think they were mates and then that's why she cursed him because he rejected the mating bond. But surely him ripping her to shreds, like you wouldn't do that to a mate even if he did? rejected maybe she might have been into that (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't yeah i don't know how i feel about that one i don't think so i think they just kind of it's like that well in her case boy next door like she just had the biggest crush on him but also like he was a high lord so she's probably after the power as well like yeah and because his parents were dead um easy to try and like manipulate and you know take advantage of but obviously he was too headstrong and that's probably why she cursed him yeah. But yeah, that's a popular one going on TikTok. A lot of people uh yeah, disagree because of the yeah, Tamlin shouldn't have been able to kill her otherwise, but But it was Reese who killed her in the end, wasn't it? No, Tamlin killed Amarantha. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, he, was yeah. a, he was in a wolf wolf boy form. Alright, another popular maybe controversial theory is that Tamlin and Reese's sister were mates. Sister were mates. And he keeps her wings. Yeah, so I think that's yeah, the the more like important part of the theory is that yeah, Tamlin still has Reese and sister's wings, even though he said he burnt them. Um, because in all of Akatar and Akamath and Akawar, what's her name? Feyre never goes into Tamlin's room. It's always Tamlin going into her room. So there's a theory that the wings are hung up in his room. So it's kind of like the real West Wing situation in Beauty and the Beast. West Wing. Yes, yeah. yeah, so we don't go with it. I forget who didn't Tamlin also kill his Risa sister? Yeah. So like why would he kill his mate? But I think he might have been forced by his father. I mean it's I'm so far gone, I forget what their beef actually is. I just know they killed each other's family essentially. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to disagree with the whole Tamlin and Reese's sisters were mates. But I do agree Oops. that he does keep their wings because he. Not, I know he said that he got rid of them, but I think he's lying. I think he has them. And moving on from this, yeah, there's a theory that Reese's sister is named Valaris, which is such a pretty name. It'd be such a pretty name. Yeah. Um. So what do you think about that? Yay, nay? Or reaching? Or people are just, yeah, finding deep meanings? No, I like that. I think that stands. But I don't know how long Valaris has been around because, like, Valaris might have been around since Valaris was alive. Because I don't know if it's a tribute to her because, like, otherwise why didn't they name the city Reese? Yeah, and I feel like everyone would kind of know about it too, especially like the immortals that live there. Like they'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah in... named after Reese's sister or something. Yeah, and he's a statue. And there's also a theory that Reese's last name is Darling, just because of Feyre Darling, and he doesn't have a last name, which seems significant because why would you not have a last name? Saying hello, Feyre Darling. It's kind of, yeah, it gives you um Peter Pan vibes, you know, Wendy Darling. Yeah, exactly. That's Feyre what I was Darling. thinking. Maybe this is a Peter Pan retelling, and we didn't even know. <gasps> new theory alert. Well, I guess he does take her away to a fantastical new land, and he has, I guess, some lost boys. Bat boys, yeah. Some lost bat boys. They really are in the society. They're lost. And Reese gives them purpose. But who would Captain Hook be? Tamlin. <laughs> Tamlin. Tamlin has nothing to do with the, with the Night Court, essentially. I suppose we'll find out. All right, the next theory is... Cassian and Nesta will rule the Dusk Court or be High King and Queen. I would like to say, before I move on, this any sort of theory involving characters being High King or Queen, I immediately do not disagree. I, I disagree with. Like, I don't like that idea. Because Reese entertained the idea just a smidge in Silver Flames, but he obviously, you know, want none of that. Yeah. Plus, I don't, I don't think it would be fair for someone like Nesta and Elaine or even Feyre to just waltz into the world and suddenly be leaders of the whole place. I do not like that. They have no leadership skills or qualities or... They don't know any of the, like, the lore, the history, like... Yeah, no, they know nothing. I don't think it would be fair for them to then suddenly be high king and queen of stuff. But I digress. Cassian and Nesta rule the Dusk Court together. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I know Cassian is, like, a leader on the battlefield, but do you think he can run, like, a court? With guidance, yes. So how do you think the Dusk Court might resurrect? Something to do with Nesta's powers, I think. You think they're not fully gone? I don't think they're gone fully. Or she's going to get them back, or something. Something is happening. Maybe she asks for them back, a la Little Mermaid. Um, but yeah, look... And even the Dusk Court, I don't... A lot of people do also see that Elaine is going to, like, free the prison or, like, start up the Dusk Court again. But, like, again, a human... Once human girl stumbled into this whole world, she knows absolutely bugger all about what's going on. Why would yeah. she suddenly start to make a mess of things? Yeah. By, by say, yeah, like, releasing the prison, which is full of evil monsters and death gods. And, like, why would she want to resurrect another court for herself? Like, that seems stupidly selfish, even though she... Yeah, I don't know. Any sort of dusk court stuff, like, I don't think I agree with it. Yeah. Alrighty, I found this one on TikTok, and it's pretty interesting. I wonder what your take on it. As Elaine went into the cauldron, Azriel was meant to be her mate, but because he was dying... The cauldron took pity on her and gave her Lucian instead because, like, why would you be given, like, a dying mate? I don't think that's how the cauldron works. I don't think it was like, oh, where is the next eligible bachelor? Hello? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think something happened. I think, yeah, but Nesta took some of its power. Nesta took all of its power. I still don't, like, as a concept. I don't know. Concept... I think Lucian did something. Like, he saw something and he is behind something. Maybe in, like, because he doesn't know his Helian son, maybe in the panic and absurdity of everything that's going on, he probably accidentally did something to the, like, yeah, like, maybe a spell on the cauldron or a spell on Elaine or whatever. But I thought that would be pretty cool, though. I mean, I like the idea of it, but I don't think the cauldron would be fair like that. Like, oh, sorry, your mate's dying, have another one. I think, I don't know which character, but, like, the cauldron can make mistakes. Unless this was in Throne of Glass, where, like, mates, where it was a concept throwing that, like, the higher beings can be wrong. Or maybe this can be one of those instances where we're watching live. Like, it can yeah. be wrong. But old mate Lulu, he's trying. He wants to form a connection with Elaine. She doesn't necessarily want it yet. Yeah, now that I think about it. Like, I was really excited yeah. when I heard that. Cause I'm like, ooh, that could be fun. Another theory in regards to Lucian and Helian is that Eris is also Helian's son. Uh, Baron has brown eyes and the queen's eyes are russet colour and Eris's eyes are like amber. 
which is like healing. I can't remember how much older Eris is from Lucian, though. Yeah, me neither. So, like, does it make sense time-wise that she slept with Helian twice? I mean... And got pregnant twice. Possible. Is Eris the yeah. oldest, though? Yeah, yeah, he's the oldest, because that's why he wants to be... Oh, yeah, because maybe she, like, had him, and then... Covered it was up. like, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then they reconciled, like, years again later. And then he's like, oh, no. Maybe. Maybe they're like, oh, oh no, Eris is going to be like Helian, so let's have a bunch of other sons. Baron. And then, yeah, she's miserable. And then went to Helian one last time. And then Lucian is born. Yeah, because maybe she was like, I'm leaving him. I'm going to do it. And then she couldn't bring herself to do it. Like, sacrifices the rest of her life to be with Baron. For, the, for her sons. Yeah. Because then Baron would probably just kill Eris and Lucian, and like yeah. we we know nothing about the other brothers, not even yeah. a, not even a name, believe it or not. I've also seen a theory that like uh, Helian and I forget who Lucian's mother's name is, but their mates. Someone said, but it's like no, they would know. But yeah, that was just an interesting one that kind of blew my mind. I thought, ooh, maybe that's why he's kind of like extra nice as well, because like yeah. But like, why would we? He be so well? I guess because he doesn't know. He that's why he's still hell bent on ruling the autumn court. Yeah. But anyway, we shall see. Alrighty, another theory that kind of knocked me off my socks is Azriel and Koshi. Azriel is Koshi's heir slash could be related mainly because they both have those shadowy powers. Yeah. Could be like a similar kind of bloodline or dynasty or just similar power because I suppose a lot of the. Actually, no, all the High Lords have, like, different powers, so so it seems a bit coincidence that they have similar shadow powers. There's so many things, and it's like, I don't want to say things and then be disappointed when it turns out that they're not true. I mean, no expectations here, just say what you want. What are you, what are you thinking, Kenzie? What are you thinking? I don't know. You think Azriel might turn bad? I've seen a theory about that, too, in regards to... I think in terms of, like... The Elaine evil as well. It's like, well, would he, what to what lengths would he go for her? So I don't know. I feel like, and plus, they've just conquered. They've just endured a lot of evil. Why would they turn evil themselves just to mess everything up? Do you think Azrael might make a deal to save Elaine? Just to I don't know for his mate. I think I think anyone in any mate situation would make a deal. Because yeah, as I said earlier, like Azrael does is seemingly impatient with this just because his brothers have found mates probably do something drastic but in the end i'm also like an asriel gwyn i'm an intense asriel and gwyn shipper i like them but i'm not because like she was just introduced in this book and then again it's like stop introducing characters and pairing them off straight away (laughs) (laughs) why (laughs) i mean i like cassian and nesta i said that from day dot i'm like he's really protective over her like why Kale and what's her face? Um, oh, Nezrin. Yeah, Nezrin. Aelin, Dorian, Dorian Manon. <laughs> You're getting a real rile up about this. But, like, same could be said for Azriel and Elaine because he showed kindness yeah. to her and, like, gave him, gave her his dagger. And, like, he loves that dagger. I mean, I can think of the men because they're just horny 500-year-olds. But... <laughs> and then, like, also, I don't like, oh, this is going to sound, like, I don't know, really weird. I don't know how to say this without being, like, a purist or whatever. But, like, I hate how, like, yeah, these men are, like, 500-year-olds or whatever and, like, waiting for their mate, but then they go and, like, fuck all these other people. It's, like, I understand being, like, a sexual being, like, and needing that release and stuff, but it's, like, well, where's the sanctity of the mateship then? But, like, if, I guess having a mate is not guaranteed and they're not, like, strictly, they're not strictly waiting around for anybody. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, explore that because they talk about all the, like, women they've bedded and bedded together. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Cassian and, and Moore, you know, had fun together and, like, that doesn't seem to rile Nestor up or anything, so. Yeah. Then again, it was out of spite, so I think it's a different situation almost. Yeah. It, it would be different if they were, like, told your mate is coming and then they start, you know, fucking around, but, like, yeah. if it's so- something that's not guaranteed, why, why no point waiting around? But yeah. I, I understand what you mean, though. Yeah. Wrap up this wrap up. <laughs> I just have a quick personal theory, um, and then when I said this out loud, like, I suddenly saw it everywhere. But yeah, we know how Nesta kind of, yeah, bargained for Feyre's life by giving up her power, and in doing so, allowing Nesta to have um, room to birth an Illyrian baby. I feel like Nesta, uh, Elaine won't end up with Asriel because of that, because, well, one, I just don't know if Ez- Ezreal wants kids, or I don't even know if Elaine wants kids, 
But, like, the yeah. fact that that didn't happen to her shows it might not be an option because it's not going to happen. Yes. So, she, But then I still don't like the idea of her and Tamlin. But I also don't like the idea of her and Lucian. Yeah. Um. Anything else? So not on my end. I've covered everything. I've gotten emotional. I've gotten... <laughs> I saw a thing. Maybe Gwyn will turn evil for some reason. I don't know. Out of jealousy. But, like, again, like... I know she's had a trauma, traumatic past and stuff as well, but it's like, I feel like there's nothing to really be jealous or turn evil over after having faced such tragedy herself, you know? Yeah. See, I don't, yeah, I don't like the idea of anybody just turning evil. Yeah. Because, yeah, they've all gone through so much together. Like, what's the point in undoing all that hard work? I also ship more in Emery. More in Emery. Yeah, have my same. heart. I hope something comes of that. I don't like the fact that more in Silver Flames, she was just bouncing around all these different cities, but like that's probably a connection I think, for the yeah, future books. I think something's going to come from that. And I just remembered that like Cassian was like a liaison between places, so like he does have kind of, I guess, diplomatic tendencies, but like he really didn't want to do it though. But yeah. So this is why I don't see him or Nesta ruling any sort of court together. I don't like that yeah. any sort of idea. Then again, same could be said for Feyre, but like her mate is a high lord, so it comes with a territory, so... Yeah. Alrighty. I'd say that's about it for our... Yeah. Halftime wrap. Who knows what's going to happen in the next few books. What do you think's going to happen? Like, just vaguely, real quick. Tamlin Redemption. Mm-hmm. Elaine Mate mm-hmm. Ship. Moore's Secret. Eris coming into his rightful place as King of Autumn. Yes. Ooh. Uh, Lucian finding out his parentage. And perhaps, yeah, also going to rule a court. Oh, just quickly, I also saw a thing that maybe Lucian and, and Bessa might be together, end up together. Don't know. Oh, That'd be cool. Nice, 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 nice. I mean, yeah, the 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 ba- band of exiles, like, who knows what they get up to together. Maybe that's the threesome yeah. you're going to get, Kenzie. That's the threesome you're going to get. Yes. I just want a threesome, please. For the love of God. I wouldn't actually also mind a foursome, Asriel, Cassian, Reese, Farrah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, thank you. I don't think. Or, or three sisters, three brothers, or D. No, that's not it. <laughs> we know Sarah doesn't want to, sh- doesn't mind shying. Um, th- sorry, not shying. Doesn't mind a bit of incest. <laughs> Incestuous tendencies. <laughs> oh no. With that, yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, but no, yeah. I kind of agree with you. I think yeah, Eris will fulfill his his plans of being the High Lord of Autumn in whatever way. I do think Vassa will be relieved of her yeah. Firebird stuff at what cost, though. Um, maybe yeah. that could be the Little Mermaid retelling. A deal for another deal. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Koshi is on the loose. Who knows what he's capable of. And yeah, interesting. Who's going to end up with who? That is the main question. The ultimate shipping war is is really at large, and it's frustrating. <laughs> yes. What's the next big, big bad? <laughs> A lot of stuff. But anyway, thanks for listening. Catch us in our next episode. Yeah, we'll try and keep updated on Akatar stuff when we can, um, if there's yeah. anything worth mentioning. Yeah, until until the next book, I guess. This is the Akatar halftime wrap. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.